Hello, I'm a tiny guinea pig. Ali, focus. Okay, we're making camp, and as part of that, um, the important part is I'd like to go around and check how much XP everyone has. I think most of you have not a huge amount. Um, it's possible that Percival Cleft has uh, maybe nearly enough to advance a level. Um, and that's on your character sheet next to level and between that and HP. Is that towards the top? Yep. Oh, right. XP, five of eight. So while we're making camp here, we're going to do um, the end of session check as well, because we haven't done one and we've kind of done two sessions. So first question. To everybody. Have any of you resolved any bonds? I've literally only just written them. Okay, so you've only just written them, so they're going to be in play from now on, but aren't in play now. What are your bonds, okay. Enigma? Um, right, I think that the bard guy, whose name I definitely know, stole a lyric from me. <laughs> oh, um, when we were briefly in a band and I played Maracas, you stole my line, don't be fooled by the socks that I've got, I, feel both th I filled them both with my rocks. Right, I like it. Bambari is clearly beneath me. Um, he's a tatty Bambari. little wannabe wizard from a poor family. And he's one of those people who keeps sock rocks as pets, which <laughs> makes him scum. Nice. Uh, That's going to tie in so well to my one. <laughs> Gwyn's character is um, important in order that my parents are part of. So out of habit, I kind of give him some kind of deference, but he has got money, so that also counts. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, Gwyn, what are your, uh, um, what are your bonds? I do not have any specified at the moment. Does that mean I need to make some up? Yes, you definitely need some. Okay. The standard uh, proposed bonds for the Paladin are, uh -huh. he says, looking for the Paladin page. Oh, why do they put the names on the freaking bottom? Yeah, so the standard recommended bonds are someone's misguided behaviour endangers their very soul. Stuart. <laughs> 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 and you can have either... Uh, Someone has stood by me in battle and can be trusted completely. Oh, I respect the beliefs of that. someone, but hope they will someday mm. see the true way. Or <laughs> someone is a brave soul, I have much to learn from them. But by all means, make up your own for a second one. Okay. So are these things that are true? So did I steal this lyric from Ali? These are just motivations. I the, these, are just, these are just things that describe your relationship with other members of the party. So, you don't have to cover everyone in the party, but you should have a couple of bonds. Um, so I think he stole the lyric, but it might not be true. Yeah, It exactly. might be that he, well, he came up with it separately, but I think it's probably my lyric because, you know, I'm brilliant. And, and basically the idea is that as the story progresses and you mm. kind of get to know each other, these change or you consider them resolved. So maybe mm. you have a big argument about lyric theft 
and then after that you're like you've cleared that bond and you get xp for having cleared the bond okay wow that's like talking things out in real life it, it's that kind of thing or like maybe you say someone's a liability and then the next thing that happens is that they protect you and so you're like okay they're clearly actually better than i imagined so that can work a lot of ways what are the common roguish or bardic bardic bonds so the common the common bard bonds are, oh i see them this is not my first adventure with x <laughs> I sang stories of X <laughs> long before I ever met them in person. Of who? Of whoever. Okay. You just fill in who it is. Uh, mm. X is often the butt of my jokes. Mm. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm writing mm. a ballad about the adventures of X. X trusted me with a secret, or X does not trust me, and for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> So um, think about <laughs> what you might have as bonds, and uh, and we want to note down two or three, depending on how you, who you want to have bonds with. Okay. When do we have to uh, have thought of this for? Apart apart from now. Well, now now is an ideal time. Should we start and I'll think on the fly. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. And uh, Banbury, what are your bonds? Uh, my main bond is to Percival Clift, yep. who I see as a father figure, and I want him to appreciate my effort and uh, treat me like his son. <coughs> uh, <laughs> so many uh, daddy issues. Pretty. Yeah, so many daddy issues. Uh, most of them are, yeah. So, um, Jack, what's the bard called? Uh, uh, Tristan. Tristan. Why? Tristan, you don't I, have to I want bond with everyone. See, you can pick I want up. To, him to see me as a peer because he's cool. <laughs> and I'm clearly not. I want to be cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, with Enigma, she is the cool girl that I can't talk to, so I'm running up and punching her rather than saying, Oh, I like you. So I'm constantly being a dick to her. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, great. Now, now, those are in place. So do you... Do you feel like you've resolved any of those yet? No, I do not think that uh, any of the reactions of any of the characters to Banbury have indicated any respect or love. The worst thing is uh, that when I was when I was thinking, okay, so basically think how I feel about each character, and I was like, okay, Banbury, and the overwhelming sense was one of indifference to him. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, he's just kind of. It's like having a rag, like someone's bought a, a sack along with us. It's like, I don't think I've seen him do anything That's what I want. I don't want any of these to be resolved. <laughs> and I was like, I I, as he was like, I really wanted to think of it was cool. I was like, oh no, you're just like a, you're like, oh, why have I got everyone's voice a million you're times in my head? I don't know. It's only, oh no, it's super there. I'll just have to ignore it. Um. All right, so the other thing that comes at the end of uh, the session, did we learn something new and important about the world? What's Stu's character? What's your name again? Uh, Tristan. Tristan. <laughs> what do I think about Tristan? Yeah, I'm now thinking, what do I... But I don't really have a bond to uh, resolve with, um, what's his chop, scruff bag. Um, <laughs> you don't necessarily need to have one for each character. In, in my head, in my head, he is dressed in a sack. 
like a potato sack <laughs> with like <laughs> black smudges on his face. That's how I see him. I think he's got egg stains. I feel really mean, egg but I was like, I, I like the kid, but he's just, he's not really done anything yet. <laughs> Maybe someone should pay for me to have a bath then. <laughs> <laughs> or buy me some nice Maybe clothes. Maybe the bondishies think he's uncool. What was the bit of backstory where t- Tristan joined the party? What so do I, I know of Enigma? random. Mm. Sorry? Did I just... Did I just hire Tristan? Is that how he joined the party? Yeah, he was the excuse. Uh, well, also, yeah, he was amenable to being hired because he was looking for the new sound and thought maybe travel and adventure would uh, yeah. help him to find it. Yeah. And he gave you a great cover story. Stu, uh, are you picking your toenail? No, I'm just playing with it. It okay, does look cause... like I am. That would be disgusting. <laughs> what is your view right now? Let's have a look. Oh, where's the camera going? <laughs> Hi Wait, everyone, playing with my toes. Oh no, I, just, no, I can do this. Can anyone else do this? Da, 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 da. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast. The audience won't be able to see you Look, I've linked my toes and hands together. <laughs> yes, yeah? That's am- toes and hands. <laughs> this isn't the toes and hands show. How did this become my life? I can play I can play thumb wars with my toe. Oh, come on you. Oh. I have got three bonds. Nice. So what the are they? First one. Bambury Loot's moral compass has for too long been left near the induction loop of recklessness. Guide him. That's beautiful. Uh, Enigma is a Nimrod, crush her insubordination. What? Uh, Tristan is an Enigma, which logically makes him a Nimrod that should therefore be crushed. lovely Um, okay so the other things we need to know did we learn over the last two sessions something new and important about the world yes yeah I think so that it's full of dudes who want to kill us now so everybody marks experience because the answer to that is yes how much experience experience? I've only got I've only got one point of experience so far well, now you've got mm. two. Oh, no, I've got eight. No, I have one. Wait, why have I um, got no experience and Gwyn had five? Because he it failed more roles fail than you. Gwyn's done shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's how, also how much you fail is most of the experience. Oh, what? But as you go on, you don't fail as often, so it becomes more about bonds and, and the adventure stuff. So the second question, did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a skeleton. Well, guy, but I don't think they were kind of notable. Mm. What about that mage that was like kicking off and wouldn't let me slap him? There was the tough. That yeah, was a, he was moderate tough, mm. but I wouldn't call it. He wasn't like legendary in the world. You Are you know. leading us in the direction of no? I th- I think that's probably oh. a no. Should hang on when when you said when you said the thing about learning stuff about the world is that yeah. everybody gets a point of experience? Everybody gets experience the whole part. So I need to increase this to six. Yep. Oh, what? Six. And am then... I, I'm not the only one on two, am I? No. You're right. No, this is the two. best time to pick like your toenails. I'm like, these bad boys haven't been cut in ages. The third question is... Yep, it's toenail time. Did we loot a memorable treasure? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes you did. A big fat sword. So that's another experience point. Woo! Uh, so I think Percival just doesn't level up at that point. Yeah. I've need definitely to... failed several times. I need to kill well, a notable enemy. Like Enigma. <laughs> what? That will get me one XP. <laughs> yeah, I think you've failed you've failed more than that would imply, Mag. Yeah, I didn't realise we were the ones keeping our XP. That seems like a trust based system mm. that's open to abuse. 
Welcome to level 10, Stu. But yeah, no, I Wait, definitely failed are we on, meant on to repeated be, situations. Are we meant to be keeping our own XP? Yeah, that turns out. Well, I failed loads. <laughs> no one told me to mark my XP. I'm not I'm not going to decide, oh, I guess I failed at XP. You tell me when I get XP. Stu, I, I literally can listen back and tell there's you no way how many <laughs> times you failed. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. So, we now can bring ourselves back to the world that we're imagining ourselves to be in. Picture yourselves among the moss-covered rocks at the side of the valley. It's afternoon. Mossy. And whilst relaxing, Percival falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Shit, man. Percival Cleft. You dream of the old formal garden at Stoneshaw. It is late afternoon on a spring day, and you are perhaps seven years old, playing a game that takes you running from your brothers and leads you between the marble balustrades beneath the ornamental creepers with their drifting purple flowers. Your feet slow to a walk, then a halt. Your mother is stood in a stand of irises. But you don't remember her ever standing so tall or so fair. She smiles as you approach and you realise that the irises on her dress match the flowers. Or perhaps they are the flowers. And as you come closer you see that the markings on the irises are not simple spots but shaped like tiny lanterns. Percival, she says, and her tone is affectionate yet grave. My son, my protector, my paladin. A corner of your mind objects that your mother never spoke the language of the High Church, but you know who is addressing you. You realise there is a lantern in her hand that is lit in spite of the bright sunlight in the garden, and although it offers only the mildest glow, you can feel the heat of it warming your skin. You carry the light for me, but what does my lantern mean to you, Percival? She asks. Yes, this is about that instant with the wishing well, isn't it? Hmm, um, yes, terribly sorry about that. I guess in hindsight I I did do that, didn't I? I did offer that guy protection and then, yes, I did throw him down the well. Uh, obviously that wasn't meant as a slight against you, my lady, uh, or against your lantern or the beacon of hope that you carry with you, and, uh, I I sincerely regret my actions, um, and will do my level best to, to make amends. Hmm. You are an honest man, she says. It is your strength and your weakness. Be careful who you offer your word of honour, for your honour is mine as well. And when you offer a man your protection, you are also offering mine. When that word is broken, then I too am diminished by it. I tell you this not to chide you, but because you are important to me. My light has many vessels, but none of them bears a greater weight than you, my child. Your will and your conscience may change the world for good or ill. And in all the years of your life, you have always endeavoured to be a good, fair and just man. Beware who you trust, for honesty expects honesty, and those who range against us now are many and various. Some will bring might in battle, others will come with sly deceit. Trust to actions more than words. The garden is melting away into a formless light, and the warm glow of the lantern and face of Akoni, whom many call justice, but in whose power you feel a serene contentment. Until we meet again, my paladin, her voice pervades the glow, but it's fading, becoming an echo of itself and a whisper. And when Percival awakes, he feels refreshed and full of life. How do you know I had the same recurring dream again last night? (laughs) 
very strange. <laughs> what was it? Oh, well, tell us about well, it. Well, well, um, it it seems that if you offer someone your projection, that maybe you're not then best place to kick them down a well. Otherwise, you'll be paid a visit by your deity. But that's the best time to do it because then they're not expecting it. Yeah, or if, if you want a visit from your deity, which is always a nice thing. Kick someone down a well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Kick someone down a well. Will do. I, someone get no, me a no, well. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Not really. It's now evening. It's getting quite dark. And uh, it's maybe uh, time to start making your way out. If you're going to do that, or at least to scout around. So <clears throat> once, the, once the sun has passed beyond the mountain, night falls rapidly. The autumn colours fade to dull blues and greys and the air grows colder. Patches of mist begin to form among the trees. The sounds of the camp have changed from hammering and construction to the vague hubbub in a, of a large group of people in the distance. What do you do? Where? I'm going to get into my disguise. <laughs> what are you disguising yourself as? Just as a, a peasant. On, just as a travelling peasant. So I've got, like, I'm, I've got this technique I do with my face and it makes me look different. It's just a little. It's just a little bit. I do. I like it. Just subtle. Yeah. I'm gonna copy him and try and look as much like a grubby peasant as possible. Good luck with that. We are within the. We're within the ruins of the temple at the moment, aren't we? Um, you're you're down on the north side of the valley. If you have the map visible, it will be pinging in exactly that spot. Oh right. Oh, so we've just been holed up behind those rocks then. So you've been kind of holed up. That's a little safe corner. So the army is just basically here. Oh, this is it, is it? Well, if you look, you can see the rocks where the temple is, and then below that you can see tents and campfires ah, right, and stuff. Okay. And we need to... And the exit is what, here? As you go to the east end, that's where you came in from, so that's the route that's likely to so take you home. we are going that way. Is that where we're trying to go? Uh, no, you're going the opposite to that way. The west end. So if you want, right. if you want to get back, going you're way. going that way, yes. We don't want to get back. If you want to go into the distance <laughs> you can go the other way i i really don't mind which way you go it's just a different adventure in each direction it feels like the dm is very much forcing our hand here i'd like to walk face forward into the cliffs uh, <laughs> until you accept that as our player choice and roll with it absolutely absolutely roll a d4 take that much damage um, I <laughs> sprained my leg on the way there, so I didn't even get there. Okay, if we start, um, circle around here twice, through there, jump in the river, cross the bottom of the riverbed with snorkels, probably, um, and then jump out here. That's that's pretty tidy. Uh, who brought the snorkels, then? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot we were actually trying to do something. Okay, so... Yeah, the rivers make sense. The river's not a bad plan. How big is it? We need... I'm not I think <laughs> It wasn't sure. a terribly serious plan. Now, the river is... If you imagine a, a medium-sized... If, imagine a medium-sized brook. You know, it's maybe six foot wide. <laughs> snorkel that. It's, it's probably about a foot deep at the deepest part. It's like a rocky little mountain stream. Get me the snorkel. <laughs> okay, where are we again? Uh, you are on the north... Guys, we're going right. You're on the north side <laughs> of the left. valley. So... Here. That, that Left takes us there. back home. Yes, perfect. Okay. Precisely. I love the fact our plan can't even get as far as are we going right or left. <laughs> that's that's the complexity we're at, and we we're failing to understand that. Actually, I reckon. Look, look at my arrows. Look at which one's shorter. So let's go that way. <laughs> How hard is it to get over the rocks? The uh, the rocks are 
um, very steep, and they kind of just go up. Like, if you if you wanted to, uh, the, it's not like these are particularly passable mountains. You may be able to get okay. through them, but this time of year it's quite risky to just go gallivanting straight up. So where you see the cliff face, first of all, an old man. Imagine that the cliffs keep going up quite a long way. Okay. Um. So. In which case... We are basically going through that camp either by stealth or by blagging a little bit of both. Um, yes, that's probably correct. There is also um, actually a massive Pac-Man ghost sat right over the top of the, uh, <laughs> the army camp, which we should probably factor into our uh, part. Let's, let's see what happened to that. No! <laughs> Resolved! <laughs> I exercised. Are you going to... Are you looking to make your way over through the woods? The woods themselves are quite clearly spaced now. It's getting quite. It's getting dark enough that you can sneak through, and they're not really patrolling them. Let's sneak through. Let's do that. From from the edge of the wood, you can see tents and groups of people lit up by the bright amber glow of warming fires. You can see male and female groups around different camps, but you don't see any mixed ones. Certainly, along this side, the smell of food is far more appetising than your trail rations, and you can kind of catch that reaching out across through the woods. Um, the voices you can hear talking are quite subdued, and somewhere towards the centre of the camp you hear something like an atonal chant, with deep male voices holding a low humming bass, while high keening feminine voices sing lines that twist and move from uncomfortable assonance to sudden moments of harmonic beauty. There are watches posted along the edge of the forest, and although it seems like a safe enough area for them, the people at these posts are well-armed, warmly dressed, and seem quite vigilant. I'd like to use my sneaking skills to go and uh, have a little look at the singing people. Okay, well this is going to take you somewhat into the camp, so this is certainly sounds like you're going to need to be quite sneaky. Let's. Uh, do you have a special sneak move that you're going to use? Sneak move. Or is this going to be a defied danger? I'd have thought I'd had a sneak move, but I can't see a sneak move. No, I can't see a sneak move either. No. In which case? In which case? <laughs> it's just a walk. This sounds to me... I think I would have been sneaky, but apparently we're not sneaky. We could we could make a defy danger with Dex if you want to, uh, if you want to sneak through there. Do it. I'm uh, going to do that. Yeah. I, I can't see where to roll it. Did that work? Something made a whoop noise. Yes, that did. You, uh... I can't see the result, though. Um, you've rolled a 10 on deck. Woohoo! Which is, you do what you set out to do. Great. So you managed to sneak through the camp, and that initial assessment is quite, uh, is quite useful. Now, centrally, uh, just the other side of the stream... Right. <laughs> you can see a largish group... Yeah. ...of people who seem to be the choir that are singing. Um, they're... A mixed group, but quite a few of them seem to be dressed a lot like the uh, Ice Watcher priest that you confronted in the tower. And they seem to be singing some kind of, you would guess it's a religious hymn, particularly as whilst they sing it, little flares and flickers of, uh, of blue light rise from a, mm. around them and above them. And you can see them kind of flickering and uh, glowing. Now, whilst you're sneaking round there, um, you also notice that a little bit back down the river, 
to the west, there's an area where there do seem to be a campfire with a group of mixed soldiers, and it looks like there may be some larger tents, so that might be where the army is commanded from. As you go over to the east, there's actually, on the mm. other end, there's a bit of space between the end of the tents and the head of the valley, which means that it's probably, which, um, <clears throat> so they're not, on this map, it looks a bit like they're packed up right to the end, but actually there's a bit more space than that looks like. But there is a watch fire up there. Dressed and okay. seem quite vigilant. <clears throat> I realise I didn't actually work out my plan with the other chumps. So I it's too late now. probably... <laughs> Where are you guys then? Should I come... I should probably come back and tell you what I've seen, or... Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> guys! Oh, hey there, Enigma. Hey. Uh, yeah, just a bit of a wonder down there. Um, those singing guys, which I thought, you know, you might want to use for influence um, with your band there, Tris. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I... It seemed a bit... Uh, it had religious influence. They were. They looked a lot like those uh, those uh, Sudek people. Little blue flares and stuff coming up and everything. I think it was magic. You should do that. It'd look like a really good stage show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, also, if we go towards the east, there's a bit of a gap, but there is a watch fire. Okay, and what about the west? I managed to see that. Not that I remember. Uh, towards the west, you saw the uh, the kind of what looked like a command area, and ah, the yes. tents stretch further back down the valley a little. Compare, they kind of reach a bit further out of this rounded valley and more along the track in that direction. There's various. Uh, there's pickets where the horses are being kept down there and so on. Yeah, the west looks like uh, where the army's camped. There's uh, horses and stuff. Horses? I don't know which way we want to go. Sound as if they could be useful. Unless we nick the horses. <coughs> horses could be useful, yes, but quite an obvious getaway where they'll be running from the yeah, army. Yes, so obviously we'd have, to, um, we'd have to recompense them. Can't horses run on tiptoe? We'd have to wrap their hooves in something. We wouldn't be able to just steal horses, obviously. We'd have to pay them a, a fair price for it. Um... Well, well I'll, I'll deal with the money later, but we'll just get the horses for now. Yeah, I mean, I, I studied um, dressage in um, my, um, you know, in, in my slum. Uh-huh. Yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we used to um, play with the horses and make them really quiet on the rough cobblestones and sewage-covered ground. So as long as you have enough sewage... Surely they won't notice us sneaking away with the horses when the tents are all on fire. Heck. Are you going to set everyone's right. tent on fire? What do you mean? That's... Am I going to? Look at that one over there. <laughs> Shit. Yes. Man. Now that's a plan. Look it. Okay. So, so east or west? One one piece of one piece of geography that you will all know. West takes you further into Sudek. East Ooh. takes you towards Karis, where you came from. Yeah. So we want to be going west. Well, let's go to Sudek then. Well, west. Yeah. West, Life is west peaceful, puts then. you behind the army who are going east. To invade the country you're from. So, oh, uh, we don't so want to we, warn the country. We, Let's get away. We probably should warn the country. We probably want to be going east. We want to be going back home to tell them. Then we kind of have to. No, no, no. They'll already know. <laughs> it's a big army. Uh, uh, also, while this army's out, we can just uh, raid and pillage yeah, their lands. Why we're here? Like, I mean, there is four of us. There's four of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can manage it. We. I've got a big sack. My vote. Right, here's what I'd quite like to do: is if there's some kind of magical religious incantation going on, then I'd like to get a little bit close to that and see if we can determine um, any additional information about it. If it's some kind of little, I already have got close okay, to it. Okay, uh, what exactly were they doing? Chanted. I'd like to determine whether they're trying to scry for the item that we have in our possession, for instance. 
Oh, uh, why don't why don't you uh, you could spout law, or you could uh, let's see, right. or you could run discern realities. I think. But are we going to need? Am I going to need to actually see what they're doing, or can I do that off Ali's description? Um, I think you can do that off uh, Enigma's description. She's pretty observant. <gasps> Tell me more about this dance that you have seen, Enigma. Well. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh, really? Very interesting. And then, did they really? Oh, my. Okay. So, why don't you... Are you going to spout law or discern reality? Yes, I will discern realities based on... Okay, so that's wisdom. And this up? I can press this little button, can't I? Does that do anything? Yep. Do I roll 110? You roll 10. That is pretty Woo! good. You can ask three pretty questions from this list. What has happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? Or what here is not what it appears to be? So you have three of those. Um, what happened here recently? You probably don't need that, do we? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? And what here is not what it appears to be? Yeah, so based on that information, um, let's have a think what might be happening um, with that little dance uh, and why we might be bothered about it, what signs we should be looking out for. And whilst we're at it, um, let's just have a little think about whether or not that is correct as it is apparent. Okay, so um, what is uh, what you should be on the lookout for is for any greater manifestation um, from this ritual. This type of ritual, it's something that you've read reports of, you've seen reports of from the ice cult. Uh, you probably paid moderate attention because it was, uh, it was kind of the gossip around the chapter house. And it seems as though the ice cults have very ritualized and routine like uh, ceremonies which tend to use a lot of choral music in them. <gasps> um, sometimes those are used to create some kind of manifestation of their um, deity or the thing that they follow. Um, when, when that happens it's accompanied by a bright strong blue light and a sense of cold. Um, those manifestations are not, in your experience, associated with scrying. They have a different purpose, perhaps more about making followers more, encouraging followers and making them more kind of excited about their religion or even converting people to their beliefs. <clears throat> so you're also asking what's not what it appears to be? Uh, what's about to happen, what should I be on the lookout for, and what here is not what it appears to be? Yep, okay, so what's about to happen is you can see, in general, that the camp are mostly s settling down for them. I've got to pee. That's what's about to happen. Stuart's going to pee. Uh, that's what's about to happen. Glad I rolled a ten, or I'd never have known. So, very probably, it's going to be, uh, it's going to quieten down and most people are going to make for their tents. As for what's not what it appears to be, this this is a camp of an Ice Watcher army. However, the group that Enigma saw, when she described them, they didn't sound like Ice Watchers. And in fact, they bore a particular um, axe 
motif on their uh, livery that matches the description of a mercenary band called the Sunder, which you've heard of in the past. Hmm. Hmm. I'll share that with the rest of the party, obviously. Yes. Um, I wonder what Tristan thinks of it. Hmm. What do you think, Tristan? <laughs> hmm. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I think we should beat them all up. Interesting. I think your mother sucks cocks in hell. Tristan, how dare you? Let's <laughs> see the word hell in my company. <laughs> Drop the H-bomb. <laughs> Manners, young man. Ah, like Korea. <laughs> Very like. <laughs> it was a Korea move. Oh, that's going to be topical by the time this goes out. Um, yes, yeah, so there's a band of mercenaries uh, that we think follow the description of the Sunder, um, and they appear to be doing something with this army, either yes, either controlling it. These people that Enigma saw, um, were they in that little army command section bit? Yes, they were in the command area. Right, so they have some sort of influence about what's going on there. Yes. Seems weird that a mercenary unit are in charge of the army. Surely the mercenary unit's been hired mm, by the Or army. has been hired by somebody else and then they in turn have taken, uh, been put in charge of the army. Or this is only part the... of an army. Mm. You do know that there is another army of the Ice Watchers way over in the west off the southern border of Karis, which is where most of the church knights were. Mm which is why they could only uh, spare someone very expendable. I mean, someone very reliable. reliable. Expensivable. For, <laughs> for this, for this uh, potentially, probably trivial mission. Mm. Let's guess that there's a group of mercenaries in charge here because they, they were initially here to try and recover the item that we have. Uh, that would kind of make a little bit of sense to... In which case, surely... Like since that first group that we've decimated hasn't turned up, they're going to send another group soon. So we ought to leave. We want to get out of here tonight. Yeah. I guess the question is whether we want to just flee straight away or try and infiltrate them to find out a bit more information or disrupt whatever they're doing with their magics. I love a bit of infiltration. I love a bit of fleeing. (laughs) I'm Tristan, and I love a bit of turning up and saying, "Hey, I'm Tristan. Shoot me with an arrow." My, my, Tristan, you are talkative tonight. <laughs> um, He's been gone longer than a week. I think I'm personally probably more in favour of just scooting round <laughs> the edge and heading back to town. I'm not sure they're going to particularly... That's the right decision, boss. I mean, you know, we could look in here for more information, but realistically, you were sent out to get this sword. We've got the sword. Let's get the sword back. If we go in, we're just endangering that sword. And to a lesser extent, and less importantly, obviously us. Yes. But that sword needs to get back to your bosses. So let's I, do that. I'm inclined to agree with that. I guess we'll get it, paid. It seems to be everything to lose by trying to infiltrate them and nothing particularly to gain as we already <laughs> have what we're here for. So, yes. So, yes, okay. Um, well, perhaps, uh, I mean, if Enigma has already scouted it out, uh, Enigma, do you think you could um, sort of lead us through perhaps the 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 clearest, most stealthiest path uh, when things quiet down in a half hour or so from your scouting, or do you need to do more? I, I could probably lead you guys out. I mean, how hard can it be? Well, not very. I'm great at this. I've read so much books on it. 
You won't believe. Anyway, so the most important thing is that you guys don't make lots of noise. Is that right, Tristan? Are you listening? Don't uh, play I, the I'm sneaky an, music. I am an actor, so I will act quiet. Act quiet. So like stage whispers and stuff. Get your get your mime on. I'm quite good at stage whispering, I'll have you know. You should see before you a map of the entrance to the valley. It looks more like a dinosaur, an angry dinosaur. Maybe you're looking at a map of an angry dinosaur. <laughs> with, with punk um, hair. And look, his mouth is the river. <laughs> that makes sense. I thought it was a giraffe. Uh, the camp thins out before the mouth of the valley, but a bright watchfire burns at the very centre and a few sentries stand and watch within the radius of its heat. You can only see the nearest one in silhouette, but the further is picked out by brighter lights. They watch further along the pass, and although they are on friendly territory, and they seem quite comfortable, a couple of other guards are visible sat on a log pulled up to the edge of the firelight. Although the fire is perhaps 50 metres out from the nearest tents, you can hear the subdued chatter from the area, and if any of this group were to call for assistance, it would arrive in a matter of seconds. The mouth of the valley itself is bounded by steep rocky cliffs. The glow from the watchfire just catches them, casting deep, hard-edged shadows from every outcrop and pockmark on the rock face. Tricky. By the time it strikes the surface, the firelight is a steady glow, so the light doesn't create undue movement to confuse the sentinel's eyes. So what you're saying is we're just going to have to kill these dudes? I think that'd probably be... A... No, by no means. <laughs> you could, you could, you are extremely stealthy, and there is what you can see at the moment is roughly what the light encompasses right so there are shadows behind trees you might well be able to sneak through if you're lucky or if you have a skilled distraction you might need to stealth your way in like uh like cunning assassins you might need to think of an altogether different plan that hasn't even crossed my mind on the the grand scale uh, on this this map um if we were to go in i mean the obvious way to go here if this is the rock face yeah then we're looking to what skirt around here and out but did would that not take us west which and we wanted to go yeah east? that's that would take you east that's that's taking you this, this is in fact east is it this is in fact in fact that is that is west and i meant west all along i've got west and east backwards the right okay. time, <laughs> so sorry. i'm a very bad man i was getting quite confused yeah yeah um, you're you're absolutely right to that'll teach you to know about <laughs> geography man so, are we going back, back to warn them, or what? I can't remember what we decided. We're going to we're, we're going, going go back this way. Excellent. Uh, that's going to take Excellent. us to a direction, and whatever we find at the end of it is what we will resolve to do. I I say <laughs> we just go for it. Let's let's just we'll go just now. No, I think, I think we need idea. a distraction. No, let's creep. We need a distraction. I say we send in loots, uh, throw them at the guards, and the rest of a scarper. Um, Use them as a bait. That is, um, that's a terrible, terrible idea. Um, how about we... Do I know any hypnotising music, oh, yes. Hyp Benjamin? Hyp Hypnosong. That's, that's what we need. Yeah. Hypnosong. <laughs> uh, let's see what, what, uh, what you do know. You can weave a spell which helps people. Helps us? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can speak frankly with someone using a charming and open demeanour. Listen, Banbury, I've got to tell you a few home truths. And ask them a set of questions. 
and you have an area of expertise mm. which you can uh, use your bardic law to speak about. So th that's your basic skills. The main thing that you could do perhaps here is to weave a performance into a spell mm. to assist them in their future actions. That's probably the strongest of your bardic skills that's relevant here. Okay, so my my skill, so I'm like, okay, guys, I want you to pay close attention to the performance I'm about to give. This will encourage you to be better sneakers if you Ooh. pay attention to the tips. So It's good of you to train us. Basically, I, I walk over, watch as I walk over to the rock. Okay, here we go. I kind of hunch down and then... This is that stolen lyric thing again, isn't it? With, with my lips. You're going to attempt to fool people with the okay, rocks that you If this got. involves rocks and socks. Guys, listen. This is important. When you're creeping, you have to go... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but under your breath, it will focus your sneakiness in general. And when it gets to the dun, 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 stop, look around, assess your situation and your environment, go again. Dun, 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 dun. And when you, so what do you do? When you hear dun, 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 what's your, what do you do? You go on tiptoes. And you what do you do you keep going or do you stop? You stop. Do you shout out your names or do you look around to make sure you're still sneaky? We shout out our names. No, yeah. Banbury, listen. We'll have an in, uh, heart to heart later. We're gonna get that hair of yours. <laughs> we shout out your name we're and gonna your get, address. We're gonna get your hair combed and we're gonna get rid of the bird's nest that's stuck in the back that you can't see. So, are we all ready? You're basically, basically, I picture Bambri okay. Lutz as Watermess the Afghan Hound. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I see this guy. He's got little people that, holding on to his fur on his back. That is amazing. That's exactly what so, it's like. That I have, I've weaved. I've weaved. You have weaved. So, roll plus charisma. Me or them? <laughs> you. I can't roll dice. I suck at well, it. It's literally a no, click of a button. Yeah, on this open, your, open your character sheet and just click on I charisma. I meant more that I roll low. Where's charisma? Oh, yeah, that, that's the thing that happens. Roll high. But think of it as getting experience. Okay, here we go. Whip. Seven. Hey. Where does it show? Where does it show? I can't see. In the chat panel. It, at the bottom. In Wait, roll 20. I'm in roll 20. On the chat panel on the left side. On the left side? On the right side. What? Side. On the right-hand side. Oh, wait. Ben doesn't know right from left or east from where. How is right and left so difficult for everyone on this podcast? Did I get seven again? I always yeah. get a shitty seven. Just, that's just that's just in, a, in the hit zone. So you're not getting experience, oh. but you're not Yeah, so failed. it's lose-lose. <laughs> that's a fail right there. <laughs> it's the worst of both worlds. <laughs> who who are you specifically aiming all to of help? the group who do you think needs it well most? all of them i mean enigma's pretty much i'm not worried about her i'm just giving her like stage pointers but the other two it's kind of like i think they should listen to it okay so let's do that percival and banbury are both at plus one no it that's right if if anyone helps they're at plus plus two rather than plus one and i think you will need help along here so you're you've got arcane art wrapped around you and and the weird thing is that his performance is so powerful that you feel in your heart that you are more stealthy you understand that tristan has shown you a fundamental truth and you feel that power rippling out and when you look back at the fire 
you realise that one of the guards down there is really hard to spot as well. It, it's quite weird. It's like one of them has become very hard to see. If you, you should be able to move your own characters as well up at the top here. What? Where are we? Mm, what? This is, this is oh new. Top, top right. We're not on this map. We're, uh, oh, what? Where, which am I? I can, no, I can't see us. I think you're the, uh, you're the guy on the right. There's no guys here. I can only see uh, three people. You need a little arrow, and then you should be able to move them about. Select the yeah, arrow on the top left of roll 20. Top left of roll 20 um, arrow, which one am I? There's a little mouse pointer, and then I believe you are the uh, one with the little rapier on the right. <laughs> Why can't I move? I, I, I can't, can't move. Uh, maybe, maybe that's because I haven't said oh, it. Oh, Benjamin. Okay, never Why mind. Why have I got like a big... Uh, Quick, set it up now. There's only three of us. Let's go before Ali gets here. <laughs> what? Oh, I can move me. <laughs> yeah. This has been quite yeah. a visual. Dun, dun, yes, it's dun, a very visual dun, episode dun, so far. So uh, dun, dun, that's dun, dun, all good. Uh, as long as way, there's yeah. a pause, as long as I'm a bush, as long as on the pause you look around, you'll be fine. Okay. How come I'm a bush? How come you have a bush? I am. Like, ben, really? we're doing this in real time, so you better be quick. I'm almost through the valley. <laughs> as, as you come up to where Kristen is now, this is the point uh -oh. where it is. You have a direct line of sight from the fire. And there's a sentinel here who, if you just try and walk across there, it's pretty likely they're going to see you. So, what do you do? Um, does anyone have like a... Oh, do I have some kind of magic I can throw in the fire? So, whoa, he's looking. Get back, get back, get back. He moved. Is, is he moving in real time? He seems to be, doesn't he? He does. Uh... So... Do you have uh, do you have any cunning ruses um, for this? I want to throw it? like a flash flare on the fire, so everyone turns around and looks at the fire, and then we buzz it. That that will just alert him to the fact that there are people in the area and they've got horses. He might think, "All right, okay, continue with your planning." Um, what if one of us uh, poses as some kind of nomadic local and just approaches them um, and attracts their attention, whilst the less sneaky people Sneak past and then come that back. That was and basically join. what I said before about, uh, you know, Bambury. Well, you were right yeah, before. I know I was. Well, you said it was a terrible you were, idea. But, Hang on, no, you weren't. What? <laughs> but replace Bambury with Enigma. So <laughs> I was going to put Bambury <laughs> in the fire. It's close. <laughs> well volunteered, Enigma. What? But he's the one that so, looks more like a peasant. Shh, listen, shh, they can hear us. I don't look like a pe I mean, I'm a peasant. I do not look like a peasant, thank you very much. You're a peasant. I am a peasant. The guard, the guard is, uh, the guard's kind of looking round. He, he might have heard something. Enigma, you're the only one that can do this. Bambri's not. Shh. <laughs> Why, hello, oh, Governor. No, I'm just here okay, to go, sell go, my go, mushrooms. Go, go, Would go, you go. Like some? <laughs> the guard is like looking at you, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" Peasant just boy? everyone run. That's Scarpa. Guys. I'm just trying to sell my mushrooms. Would you like a mushroom, sir? If you eat them, you'll fly through the night and maybe we a little as well. But don't worry. 
They're good mushrooms. That sounds like heresy. Okay, I'm out. He's done it, guys. Enigma, you might have to save him now somehow. How? Save him? The god, the god's looking. He, he seems, he seems a little bit unimpressed with your uh, talk of magic flying from mushrooms. He's, he's saying magic flying. That sounds. <laughs> No, just Very. in your head, sir. You don't actually fly. Take a mushroom and you'll be like, Whoa! I can see the stars and they're in my eyes and sometimes they're behind my eyes and sometimes they're in my brain. Why did I eat these mushrooms? The other guard seems interested. He, com- he comes over as well. And, and he's like, he's saying, Oh, I've, I've heard tell of <clears throat> some delicious mushrooms like this. I hope you have some mushrooms. <laughs> 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 I always have mushrooms. <laughs> show, show, show me the merchandise. What, what have you got, son? Right, I'll pull out the mushrooms that I always <laughs> keep on me because they've probably grown in your arm. <laughs> he does always that's, keep mushrooms on him. To be fair, that's the kind of guy I am. Okay, so so don't you, eat the you black carry... ones. The black ones take you to the dark place. <laughs> um, so, are these some of your dungeon rations? Uh, these are some of my specialist rations. Which I was planning on oh. eating to uh, to take a magical dreamlike state, let's put it. But that we haven't really had a situation where that was applicable. So I'm getting rid of my actual stash here, and I'm expecting to be paid back by like the morally good party later <laughs> for these. The uh, gods, uh, the gods are really happy with this. They're like, "Oh, very good, son. Look, why don't you sit down and share some with us? Come on, nine. There's not much to do out here. We've got a warm fire." Why don't, why don't you just come on over? What? <laughs> I'm going to dribble and try and make myself look as unlikable as possible. Too late. And yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. They, they, they don't seem to notice, really. They're, they're, they're like sitting down, and then uh, one of them gets the guy on the other side, and uh, and he fetches over a kettle, and they they like, like a big old pan. They're like, come on, let, let's get these going. Let's uh, let's have some of these. Well, this plan is going to work. But <laughs> yeah. It's going to take fifteen minutes. I was going to say, minutes. guys, punch <laughs> down. We're just going to have to hope Bambi's tolerance to these things is higher than the other guys. Take a knee. We're about um, to watch a fine performance. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually I'm taking notes. I've got my little notepad out, and this this could be the new the new thing. So I'm going to record what happens here. Ben, have they each got their own little thing that they're boiling it in, like a little saucer? Or are they putting? No, they've they've got like a big pan, mm. like like a kind of like ke- round cauldrony kettley pan that they're probably using to uh, make some kind of hot drink. They just drop them all in there and start sloshing them. Even around. the black one. Sorry. Even the black one. Yeah. How much of they're, this can we actually <laughs> see is going on? No drinking that then. Okay, Racist. cool. Um, we can presumably watch a see. Banbury talking to some guys. Yeah, all you can see is Banbury <laughs> having a chat. They seem quite, uh, they seem quite friendly. And while they're doing that, yeah, uh, Enigma, why don't you have a little you scout? Hear some some <clears throat> coughing and spluttering uh, from uh, from the other side of the stream. It looks like oh. uh, a guy uh, guys coming over, and and the guard. He's holding the pan. It's like, oh, the boss is coming. What do you do, Banbury? Uh, I'll look at them and be like, should I leave? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, just just hold this. They, they hand you the uh, hot 
hot cauldron and they're like, keep this out of his sight. If anything happens, it's yours. Or just hide it behind a bush. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, good idea. And then I'll go and hide it behind this bush where everyone was hiding a minute ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to wander off. We're over to the left a bit now. Oh, actually, I'm going to take the broth with me. Yeah. <laughs> that was quick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High fives. I would just like to say that was flipping amazing. Good job, team. <laughs> Glad you didn't make me do any charisma checks there. Cause <laughs> if, that was if the you'd point. stayed till the boss arrived, you, you would have been having to roll hard on charisma because he wasn't going to buy any nonsense. As it is, what you see, are you just pegging it out of sight the moment you can? Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to like go, yeah, I'm going to peg it behind this bush with the cauldron, which is where I said to them, and then yep. when they're distracted talking to their boss, I'm then going to try and sneak while he's chatting bring the to cauldron. Them with the cauldron. I'm not leaving my drugs behind, fuck that. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to bring my drugs, which are now helpfully boiled, um, over here, and try and avoid eye contact um, with Cleft. Alright, so, you've got your wizard back. And in the distance, drugs. Uh, well, you know, a couple of hundred yards away in the light of the fire, you can hear uh, the guards getting a dressing down from their captain. He is really unimpressed with their slacking. No slacking. And then uh, you can hear a, uh, you can just make out, well, where's he gone now then? What do you do? It's probably, <laughs> Run! probably time that we, we made our exit. Speaking <clears throat> <laughs> time. Wait, I'm the bush. Why did the bush run without me moving it? The world's full of mysteries. <laughs> Am I not the bush after all? In spite of the fact that they set out after you, probably because you've got a stealthy enigma and you've got, uh, you had uh, a whole bunch of supporting, uh, supporting arcane art from your performer, it seems as though you've actually got yourselves to uh, relative safety. Hooray! Yeah, high fives around. <laughs> <laughs> and for the next couple of hours... Drug time. You... Wait, wait, Ben. Yes. There is no way we let the drugs go cold without... I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Bambri's a fun guy. <laughs> but there's, there's not much room for those kind of antics. <laughs> there might be spore. So, what what are you doing about the drugs then, Banbury? Oh well, we'll I'll slowly pass it around and we'll all consume a little. I'm not saying we drink all of it. So, what's that you got there, Banbury? Uh, tea. Tea, sir. Why? Tea. They don't Warm. look very much like leaves. Specialist tea. Specialist army tea for keeping your pecker up. Army going. An army marches on its tea. No, I'm doesn't. sure. What I bought you... some soup, sir. It's fine. Right, Tasty. We were sneaking behind a bush. You disappeared. You come back with a pot of tea, or pot noodle, or whatever you're claiming it actually is. What's going on? But I was hungry. We do you not remember. No one brought us our lunch. Those those mole men that were meant to bring us our lunch didn't bring us our lunch. What what exactly happened to that camp? First of all, I say let's just enjoy a hearty soup. I'm going to take some soup. I'm going to assume I know it's drugs. Because I'm kind of a bard and I'm kind of, this is my thing. I'm going to discern realities as to what exactly it is. Yeah, you recognise you recognize them, Tristan. Yeah. I... You must think he's a lot cooler now. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I hadn't even judged him. I was just like, yeah, okay. You know, maybe he has actually won a little bit of respect in my eyes. So I'll, um, I'll give him a little cheers, a little tip of the head while I take some soup. <laughs> See, Percival? I'm going to remember as he's drinking it that they also put oh, a yeah. black mushroom in and I'm not going to drink any of it. <gasps> I'd inadvertently heard that as well. So what, what does the black mushroom do? It takes you to the dark place in your head. Man, I can do that. What's the effect of it, uh, Banbury? Nightmares, crazy shit, whatever you worst fear. Nice. That's really useful to have a party member <laughs> suffering with that. Is <laughs> anyone else having now, I am going to attempt to discern realities as to what exactly is in this pot. Yeah, we don't, you can't say, no, we're not going to have it now they know the black mushrooms. I genuinely forgot, so I drank it. <laughs> I, I worked. No. Okay, this, I, I think this is going to be a spout law. On the, on this soup, actually, I think that's for, a more open. Uh, for me or for uh, this is you, if you want to know. Okay. Or you can persuade Banbury to tell you more um, about spout law. But uh, he he actually knows. What does spout law do? Uh, that's a int uh, on a ten plus. The GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject. Int is my on seven to nine. The GM will only tell you something interesting. It's up to you to make it useful. Int is my specialist <laughs> stat at eight. <laughs> let's let's see what let's see what happens. Oh my god! Hey! <laughs> oh, balls! That is a natural uh, a natural win, isn't it? You, or at least you're, you're a seven to nine. That's a good good mm-hmm. score. So yes, uh, something interesting about it. Like when you're administering justice, mm-hmm. as you have sometimes been called on to do, one of the trickier things that can happen is that certain mushrooms, particularly the black mushroom can strongly influence people's behaviour. And so when you're trying to discern their moral character, it can be the case that the black mushroom has, if they've taken black mushroom or some mushroom cocktail including it, that can often almost change their personality. It can make them very quiet if they're normally loud, very loud if they're normally quiet. And it can also cause strong hallucinations, making them believe they're in a very different situation than the one they're in. So it it, it has, in your experience, had fairly strong effects. If if this is the same bl- mushroom and it smells a bit like it, um, yeah. So Ben, we having a look at this. I am somewhat familiar with it. Did you want to care to explain how exactly it's come into your possession and what were your intentions with it again exactly? Now you've disappeared from behind a bush, you've turned back up with it. I, I imagine you've got a, a very good story that uh, covers why it's still with us um, and why we want, uh, may want to, to hang on to it. It's hard drugs. I bought in a bar. It was expensive. I wanted to have it later. You an idiot. <laughs> Um, Chuck in, everyone. They... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a bit more. Is it good drugs? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're high first, but then you start flipping out and thinking everything crazy is trying to attack you. But he only had a sip. He's fine. And to be fair, everyone's going to be attacking us anyway. But why are you giving it to to Tristan? That That is... He's a rock and roll star. He's probably had a lot of drugs. Fundamentally unhelpful. Now, as a representative of the law, I command that you dispose of these items. Use that iron oh. law thing. Drink it. Drink it. Drink it. Drink it. <laughs> Down in wood. I'm just Down gonna... in wood. Down in wood. Let's do it, man. Balls to the wall. I will respect the <laughs> hell out of you if you down that right now. Do I need to roll for I am the law? No, I'm just going to tip over. <laughs> and look sadly at my feet. 
and hope you don't check my bag for all the other oh, drugs. Oh, you've lost all the respect that you built up there, old Banbury. Well done, Banbury. Someday you'll look back on this moment and see it as a turning point. Off we go. Come along, Tristan. <laughs> Tristan? Tristan, there's like a weird, like, kind of man-shaped dog <laughs> standing where Enigma was a minute. Classic Enigma. Ow! Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Enigma. <laughs>